0: Hello everyone, I'm Steve the Limey. And I'm Blake the Yank. And together, we are... The The Limey and the Yank.
1: A Rock Talk podcast that takes on the great debate. From the UK to the USA, who really knows how to rock?
0: From the Beatles to Def Leppard to Oasis and Adele, we have it all. I've
1: got more. From Elvis to Aerosmith to Prince and Nine Inch Nails,
0: we've got it all. Let the battle begin. Oh boy, have I got a fun one for you. Yeah? You probably wasn't even born. I think I was in my uh, crib, or in the pram as you say, when this came out. Frank Ifield, a yodeler. Did you ever hit yodel? yodel Yodel We had Slim Whitman. Oh, I love Slim. Really? Yeah.
1: (laughs) So you haven't seen Mars Attacks then? Is he? No. Really? Uh, Mars Attacks was a very strange Tim Burton film, and it was very tongue-in-cheek. It was making fun of the old uh, 50s science fiction slash horror movies where aliens come and attack. And the funny thing about it is, what ultimately destroyed the aliens was they could not hear the sound of Slim Whitman's falsetto. (laughs) It literally made their heads explode
0: i seen a bit like of Like Brendan Urie's pants didn't. Those those aliens were scary. They had the big eyes and stuff. Yes. The little...
1: But then along comes
0: a Slim Whitman track, and they're just... <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to pull. We should pull out a little bit just to hear that and, and put it on. Okay. we got to I'll, do I'll it. I'll
1: find something by Slim Whitman and put it in here for us. That is amazing.
0: When I'm calling you...
1: I'm sorry, I got you off track. You were talking. It about like, a I never, you,
0: I never knew Slim. You would recognize him as a yodeler. Yodler's like, recola, you know the ad where they blow the thing. Yeah, you know the, the horn that makes
1: everybody sick. They blow the horn, people start coughing. The next thing you know, they're selling more <laughs> lozenges. How's so that? You not a gimmick. Me
0: off now I was just thinking. About, all right, Frank Highfield, right? Okay, so all right, Frank wh- Ifield. So I'm going to play. Um, well, he he was born in. Australia but he moved to England okay and he had a couple of really massive hits but he's a yodel you know how it goes um, <laughs> and the songs i'm going to play is uh she taught me to yodel yodel lodi and then i'm going to play another one uh, which was massive i remember you he
2: taught me to yodel
0: yodel lady,
2: Eddie, yodel old lady, old lady. Oh Well now I'm gonna teach you how to yodel just like me It's easy when you're singing to go Yo lo lodi Just like the rain out of the blue Me to call
0: the thrill of it all. Oh, cool. So what do you think? That was like I think like early sixties that was. Huh.
1: So yeah, I can I can see the whole Yodel thing, of course. It's it's obvious. But
0: well, that's a high-pitched yodel. You I mean Yeah,
1: we got a little bit cut off earlier. You were you were gonna make a point and we got some background noise. Tell the folks again what you were saying about how it builds. How this this song builds. He goes upwards.
0: Well, he puts his different pants on.
1: Oh, so what you're saying is there might be a wardrobe change in the middle.
0: Well, when they cut, when they cut, if you can't get up to the next octave, uh, what do you do? Oh, yeah, well, You well, had to you get go. the vice out, which would be very, very painful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but, you know, uh, somebody puts uh, the nuts and bolts on you. You just got to, I'm sorry, we really shouldn't talk about meat and your two veg. On, on, on this is this is P. I wasn't going
1: to say anything about cutting Let's
0: so. face it, why else wouldn't you put tight pants on but to crush something? Mm. <laughs>
1: you're gonna, you're gonna it's it's kind mean, of an alarm. Look, look at me,
0: look at <laughs> me in the eyes now. You're going to cut this bit out? Uh, I'll think about it. <laughs> That's anyway. the thing about
1: it, yeah. That's 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 a little alarming to contemplate. As so I'm Keith, not going to think too too closely as, about
0: it. As Keith Moon used to say, "Don't lose your nuts." All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's PG. You can put that in. Of course. Okay. So that's how it works. I think we got all that in. So do you like Frank Highfield <laughs>
1: Yeah, I do. <laughs> I like Frank Eyfield a little that's better. <laughs> no, no.
0: Apologies to Slim Whitman.
1: <laughs> I do like Frank Highfield a little better. It's more fun. When we're so talking about you want
0: falsetto. to go out and yodel does it? <laughs> no. no all right I don't have a sore throat this is a long show <laughs> don't be tired of us we get better as we go along
1: don't worry about it okay sometimes we break them up you were talking about building the falsetto and working your way upward through the song and I wanted to take a moment and mention the one that I was kind of saving for the end that is one of the most well-known falsetto type tunes or I should say uncomfortable clothing songs. I'd like to take a moment and remind you of the song Take On Me by Aha. <laughs> forgot about that. Exactly. That's the ultimate
0: one. How can yeah. I forget about that? Because it builds. It does a take me
1: on.
0: What a great And song. then he goes
1: higher and higher. And finally, you know, that high
0: note.
2: That...
0: I mean, you know, to check range, I guess you can. You can check anything on the internet now. I bet that has to be up there.
2: It,
1: that top note is definitely sung falsetto. I don't think he can actually do that with his voice, but all the rest of them he probably could. <laughs> when he gets up to that that last one where he he finally hits it, but it's so much fun. And for those of you who either don't remember or just want to trip down memory lane, let's play a little bit of that song because I I do love that song. Take on me by Aha.
2: It's
0: Great, Jack. That new <laughs> snake in the grass. Yep. That's great, buddy. Do you remember the video? Yeah, I loved Oh, I loved the, the video. The cartoon one. How yeah. can you not forget if you like cartoons So for those of you who don't know, the, the whole thing, a woman sits down
1: in a diner and opens up a comic book, and it's black and white. And as she's reading the comic book, a pencil-drawn hand reaches up out of the comic, grabs her hand, and pulls her in. And throughout the video, you have these little comic scenes of, like, guys chasing each other in in a car race. And as the camera slowly rotates around, sometimes it's animated and then there's a comic panel hanging in front of her that's got live video going on with the singer in it. It's definitely something I'm looking forward to adding to our YouTube playlists for you all to check out. And I'll post that in Facebook because it is such a fun video.
0: Very well described by me. So Mr. Yang, great! I love it. That's one of my all-time favorite Songs and it completely went right past me, which is unusual. (laughs) All right, the Bee Gees, another Manchester group, if I might say so, and another one of the top ones. Yeah, just like Frank Ifield moved from Australia and came to England, they moved to uh, Australia. I think we talked about it in a different episode. But anyway, they became like the Osmonds of Australia, Mm -hmm. and uh, when the big. British invasion started here, I think, in the early 60s. They must have been like teenagers and stuff. They're like, well, we're not going to make it if we stay in Australia. It's too far away. We have to be part of the group. So I guess the rest is history. Gosh, and they had two fantastic careers. I mean, their body of work in the 60s with words, Massachusetts, and uh, just... uh, Unbelievable, but like what we're talking about, they really weren't all falsettos. I mean, no. uh, I think Robin probably had the highest pitched voice. I started a joke, or someone like Angela Lansbury. Again. But
1: yeah, they they could all sing falsetto. It's just that their natural singing voices weren't necessarily tenor or above i question
0: that what you said because i remember barry gibb in an interview said we didn't realize that we could all achieve that until we tried like in the 70s yeah. they may have been able to do it but if you listen to the earlier work it's uh it's pretty low but anyway what well, happened yeah, in this go ahead. i mean they changed and when all of a sudden you go is this really the Bee Gees?" They launched tragedy. Tragedy! Oh boy, yeah, I got that's my pants on too tight <laughs> and it's tragedy! And I want to go so bad, but it's tragedy! And everybody went, Ooh! That's <laughs> not fair, and I want to quit because it's <laughs> tragedy! They've all turned into chipmunks! Oh my god! And the next yeah. thing you know, they're doing. Uh, disco in chipmunk voice and i mean that with all respect well, that's One the of thing in, the, in
1: america that's what everybody knows them for is the the tail end of the 70s as disco becomes big they're known for staying alive and that whole saturday night fever music vibe so yeah we know them as the falsetto guys even though i do know they had a pop career in the 90s that continued onward and yeah, was did. different it, it was another reinvention and it wasn't all falsetto
0: that's right, like we talked about the invention of Jai talking when he's going over the yep. bridge in Miami. Jai talking. But let's do this. Let's play a real uh, oldie of the BGS. Probably I think the first number one hit they had in England was the New York mining disaster of 1941, about a true story of a mining disaster. Oh, wow. Yeah, because folks in America aren't going to know that. something's happening to me, I would like to... Remember that? No?
1: I don't know it, so let's play it. <laughs> I'm
0: singing it again. <laughs> totally That's probably why it. you don't know it. There you go. Just a little bit of this. a beautiful song. And then, let's do them back-to-back and show the different style, what tragedy is. And yeah, a little bit of we'll tragedy. do tragedy
1: as well. So go ahead. What was the, what was the name of the first one? The... It's
0: New York Mining Disaster um, of 1941. And then a bit of tragedy.
2: There is something I would like you all to see It's just a photograph of someone that I knew Have you seen my wife, Mr. Jones?
0: the styles are just and it was like that with words and massachusetts but like any magic group whatever when they sing about massachusetts you're there baby
1: well i did want to point out that we just we just talked about disaster and tragedy with a cheery face and a smile (laughs) a nostalgic smile for the good old days of the tragedy
0: and the disaster (laughs)
1: <laughs> I can't tell you I, I just noticed that. I'm like, oh well, it's a tragedy. And it's a disaster.
0: Frankie Valley, did you do my Frank- did we do Frankie? Valli? Not
1: yet. Not yet, but you let's go it, yeah. ahead because we are really getting into the we're getting into the home stretch of this show cuz we're starting to get to the really big names well known for their falsettos. So, we love the fact that we're recording outside on a beautiful day, but we did have the downside of a plane coming by and you were going to make the point about Frankie
0: Valley being the king, well you said he was the king and I agree with you and I said that and we both say it and yep. he is, he is Yeah. and he is you know we talked about octaves I mean God bless him, he, he is in his 80s and he's still performing and he still packs Ruth Eckerd Hall yeah, Renewia. everybody wants
1: to hear him do Sherry, you know
0: <laughs> Oh, just one of my all time favorites and the you know, anything that Connects with and the Jersey Boys, seen the show, the show and the movie. You Ever see the movie?
1: No, I haven't. I think
0: Clint Eastwood directed it. Actually, really, yeah. It, oh, it, I mean that. You talk about a brilliant job what he did. I think Clint, Clint gets better with age. I think in his directing. But anyway, all so connected is Frankie Valli a New Valley? Jersey
1: kid, or does it just happen to be a coincidence that they're in the New I Jersey? I think
0: he. I think he is from uh, New York. Newark. New York, New, New Jersey, New Jersey. Yeah.
1: New
0: Jersey, New Jersey. Um, but uh, you know what? You, I'm not going to tell you what to play, but I am because it's kind of funny. Go for it. Because when you have everybody, <laughs> when you sing like this, I want to know, <laughs> know. I know you going. <laughs> that you're going to walk like a man. Okay? Yes, I knew and it. And there's different <laughs> versions of how men should walk. I have my own version, like all guys, but when you have that high pitch, okay, so can we play Walk yes. Like a Man? If you can. <laughs> walk Like a Man, if you can. Please listen to Frankie Valley telling us in a very
1: manly way how to walk like a man. Oh, yeah.
0: Frankie valley can just like that in a manly way. We we love you, and and then they kind of changed uh, their tempo a little bit in the seventies. Um, Who's gonna make it through the night? Oh yeah, and, I forgot yeah, about that song. He changed that, you know, yeah. and he, he was in, in um, and one of my favorites, which he did in uh, the seventies, uh, back in '63. What a ba- one of my favorites special time for me when yeah you know yeah
1: i know that one okay yeah
0: listen i love this stuff you love it
1: Who Was, loves is that... you pretty baby? wait a minute that that what a very That's special one. time is that oh what a night is that the name of that song oh what a
0: night yeah okay yeah Introduce it because I I didn't know what it was called, but I love the song.
1: Late December, back in '63. Yeah, that one. It's it was all over the radio when that was a hit, and it, yeah, it's it's oh what a night.
0: Great. I'm love. Can we keep on playing Frankie? I love it. Can I, I'm going to finish off with you. I don't care what you've got down, but you cannot finish off Frankie or you can put an extra one on. You're going to do what you want anyway. You're the producer. But anyway,
1: I don't I, cut out much of your stuff.
0: Yeah. I want to see what you cut, cut
1: out much of my stuff either.
0: But in my mind and in my book, the number one Frankie was Greece. I mean, without that song at the beginning, Grease would have been great, but it wouldn't have been spectacular. And like Frankie Valley says, it's all in the song, man. And that was one of those where he
1: wasn't singing in that high range except in parts of it. Little bits, it was like he was backing himself with the high notes, but otherwise he sang it straight like
0: Oh What a Night. A classic. Yep. A little bit. Can we play a little bit? A little spot of Grease. Wow, that is great, man. Yeah, all for the, the people keep... who brought
1: you Brill Cream, it's Grease. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we know the on hair going, hair. Frankie. You're
1: the <laughs> best, I'm telling yep. you. So while we're on the subject, I don't know if we would call this falsetto, but it's definitely higher notes. And the fun part about it is what I'm about to bring up is actually a very popular karaoke song, for whatever that's worth. I wanted to take a moment and talk about Steve Perry, the lead singer of Journey. We actually have another episode about The Front Man where we talk about Journey because they've had some interesting times, but let's focus on Steve Perry for a moment. He was born in Hanford, California, and Journey was really big. He was not their first lead singer, but he was certainly the most popular and well-known. And he does songs where he sings very high, like Send Her My Love. Let's play a little bit of that.
2: Send her my love.
0: I love, I love Journey, and I think Steve Perry is incredible, man. I've always been a huge Journey fan. Incredible, and they're still going with a new singer, like we said when we talked about covers. It's great, but I don't, he just had that magic. Steve Perry had. What is your favorite? Was that your favorite, what you just picked?
1: No, I was just pointing that out because he sings very high-pitched in there, and he does it very well. I wouldn't call it a falsetto. I think he's still just singing with his normal vocal range. But if you want to talk about the one that really goes for the highs, I'll go ahead and mention it, but I still want you to pick one.
0: Uh, Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Any way you want it. See, I got you there that the best were you gonna were you, <laughs> I totally wasn't expecting that. what which one were you gonna go? What were you gonna bring up Was well, that the, we'll we'll play a little bit of any way you want it.
1: So the karaoke song, the one that gets done the most, is Don't Stop Believin'. And there is that whole bit right towards the end as it builds into the final chorus and, and fades out where he goes even higher. And we'll play a little bit of that and we'll, we'll point out that particular high spot. So here's Don't Stop Believin' by Journey, or any karaoke artist you choose.
0: Yeah, but you know that song there? You can bring tears to your eyes. I mean, it's incredible. It's a really good song. All his songs are great. I thought thought it was absolutely magnificent. But that
1: one's got all the good pop elements. You know, it was a boy and a girl and somewhere in the night they met and etc. So it it was fun in that way.
0: All right. You got any more up your sleeve? I want to talk about an English one. Can I talk about an English one? All right, then I'm going to finish off with one. Of, if you let me have one of your groups for the last one. Sure. You got you it. You can talk. Well, you're going to talk, like I say about anything you want anyway. But yeah, take it away. <laughs> Y'all can't stop take me. Take it away, Yang. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is, to me, I find this really
1: funny. I was reading in an article about this nude band, and I think this was right around the late 90s, early 2000s, that was really big in the UK, and everybody loved them, and they thought they were really cool. And I'm listening, or I'm reading about this, and I'm going, ooh, I'm in the record club. I'm going to get this album, and I'm going to listen to it and see what it sounds like because I hadn't run across them on the radio. So I get the album. I'm listening, and it's got this heavy guitar grinding in, and I'm like, hey, this sounds like some pretty good hard rock, and then the lead singer starts in, and everything he's doing is falsetto. Really? Well, he's singing high in falsetto, and the moment he goes into the chorus, you know it's... The band I'm talking about is The Darkness. The Darkness.
0: I don't, I don't even know them.
1: They were really big. They were very popular. And then I listened to them and I'm like, I don't know. It's it's falsetto. I mean, there's so much of it. And it just seems so weird that he kept going into it. He's a good singer. He's got a fantastic voice. And oh, Lord, have I heard him do a great cover of Bohemian Rhapsody. Really? But in the beginning, when I wasn't, when I was listening to this hard driving, hard rock guitars and all of a sudden, it's almost like a yodel. And... <laughs> So I'll play you an excerpt from the song that kicks off that first album, and we'll go ahead and uh, let let's do that for just a moment, so you can see why it was just a an unexpected surprise for me.
2: I'm a
0: It's pretty good, man, and I haven't heard that before (laughs) Yeah, first time. When would they out? When would they, um, like, doing the thing? When would they be big? Uh,
1: Let me double check. I want to say it was late 90s.
0: Yeah, so it's not like the Dark Ages, like the...
1: No, it's the darkness. (laughs) Not to be confused with the comic book or the video game.
0: But they don't play a lot of dot music. They ah, just call themselves a dot.
1: They're music. from Lowestoft, Suffolk, formed in 2000. No way. And so their lead singer, Justin Hawkins, he's Mr. Falsetto.
0: Suffolk. Yep. Beautiful, part of England there, Suffolk. Have you finished?
2: Yeah, I'm done. Go ahead. Finished?
0: No, I didn't. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna. Don't want the. He ain't talking about love. Just like uh, I told you before. How <laughs> <a> wonderful. <laughs> Van Halen. Fans and people, I don't want them to think I'm interfering in your turf. Well, we'll no, but 50, I did... 50 in this war, 50-50 between the... Well, US speaking and
1: of 50-50 and fifty-one-fifty in Van Halen, I did at one point mention that the bass player in Van Halen has a very high voice, and he does high vocals. We did a we did a snippet of the song Get Up off of Fifty-One-Fifty, where he just, bam, he hits that high note.
0: And that's him in the, with the Yeah, reel. and it's not
1: falsetto, he's just... He just has this really high singing voice, and you wouldn't know it because he's... Because he's more background. Yeah,
0: exactly. But he, he, he's background, but he lifts the voice up to surround the, the darker voices of the lower. But we're not going to finish off with anything dark. I'm kind of glad he's finished, so I can take over and entertain you in a much more funner and exciting way, because the English do that. Like, they sing better, and the, the English are, are fun group. and exciting? <laughs> this one is buddy Those not stereotype people and I'm just I'm taking your crown jewels not that you have any over it Oy,
1: you're talking about tight pants and jewels <laughs> you've got to stop that
0: <laughs> I'm being the beach boys the beach boys we don't think of the beach boys because you, you think of all the harmonies but if you look at their history and um, you know God bless Dennis and Carl uh, to the Beach Boys, which passed on, and Brian's left, and he's still touring and does great. And um, Carl, uh, he was the voice on, and I, I think I played it before because it's one of my favorite songs. Uh, the Beach Boys. Uh, he played in St. Pete not so long ago oh, too. Cool. Still can pack a, an arena. I, I love the Beach Boys, um, but God only knows I may have played it before. Yeah,
1: that's a good one.
0: Yeah. Whether I look at it as a hymn or a prayer, but if you don't believe in angels when you listen to, and this is uh, quoting Sting, he said, when you've heard that voice and up there and just the production of it, it, it's those artists that can just put you in a different platform like we talked to. And I'm telling you, I'm seeing angels. I have a lot of angels around me. I believe in angels. Okay, God only knows.
1: Was a really good pick. Yeah, that was excellent. That's a fantastic song.
0: The back, the organ, is that an organ in the back?
1: Mm. Yeah, it almost sounds like a hymnal. And it's funny because there's another song that we had early on in our show, like one of our first few episodes, that everybody remembers the whole chorus of it and the, and the fast-paced, but they, they may not necessarily recall that it has the same kind of a hymnal, reverent sound in the middle of the
0: song. Just incredible. I mean, when they brought out, um, what was it, Smiley, and they brought out Pet Sounds, mm-hmm. and of course the inspiration from them all uh, and every artist was Sergeant Pepper's, and they did do the, their Sergeant Pepper's. They really did. Yeah. And the, I'd say the best song they've ever done, if I had to pick one out, And we hear it all the time, and for good reason, good vibrations.
1: Exactly, yes. Let's play a little bit of that again. We had that on one of our very first episodes, and it's fun because if you actually could listen to the whole song, it's about four minutes, I think. It goes through two or three different phases. It just shifts gears a couple of times, and it's still a really good song.
0: Yeah, you're right, mate. He he introduced uh, to the recording world a completely different way of recording i think it took them forever to i'd I'd like to find out but people used to talk about how long it took them to piece it because it was the first what they call interchangeable uh fragment fragmented modules he used Hmm. like little modules instead of the regular orchestra he didn't have any of that so i guess it's Modules would be digital, right? Actually, about- I
1: get that, because if you think about the some of the Beatles production, when they talked about producing their more avant-garde later albums, Sgt. Pepper's is probably a good example. A lot of times they were using reel-to-reel tapes, and then they would take snippets of the tape and glue it together a different way or feed it through backwards or change the speeds to make all these interesting sounds. So when you're talking about modular music, it probably was, and I'm just speculating here, I haven't asked Mr. Internet, but it probably was tape. They were probably using snippets of tape to be able to do the looping and things. Oh, that...
0: so it wasn't digital, but they were doing it and trying to make it that way so they could put all those different tapes together. Right, because digital
1: wow. music production was still kind of a ways off unless you're talking about Wendy Carlos or, you know, some of the electronic folks.
0: Well, they went like at the very beginning, like the early Beatles, and it was like two track then to four track then Mm -hmm. to six track then to eight track and the list goes on right and that
1: was all tape that was all tape based stuff it's how many it's how many you could you could continuously thread while you're editing in order to mix it all together
0: you didn't have i movie oh man
2: (laughs) isn't that wild
1: it's so funny to think in our lifetimes how much things have changed i mean a good example time job yeah take you forever right Yeah, I would. And and that's the thing. It was a lot of difficult manual work with little snippets of tape and glue and then feeding it back and forth and maybe having to do it a couple of times and and then keep those snippets and use them again in another section. But while we're on that subject, let me take a moment and point out this is something that just occurred to me yesterday. I thought when I was a kid, a teenager, I thought it was really cool that I had a cassette tape in my car. That was so awesome. It sounded really neat and cassettes at, at a certain point. You got auto reverse so you didn't even have to pop the tape out and flip it over to play side to it would just go click. I remember and I that. felt really spoiled. But now, here we are today. I get in my Subaru, pop in a disc, and it uses satellite data to pull down a thumbnail of the artist. And I don't even use a disc very often. Most of the time there's a thumb drive or satellite radio and it's feeding me little pictures of the artists. And all the title and track information right
0: there on the screen in front of me in the car. And I feel so spoiled by technology. But it's good to feel it and know about technology. Buying your first record, running to the record store on a Saturday. Yep. You had five shilling in your pocket. That's like half a week's paper round. Because you waited for months to hear that song. And then you go and you wear it out and you play it and play it and play it. Because you could never... Now... I never take for granted when I go and I can go into my iTunes and I can just press any song in this whole wide world anytime any place any it's mm-hmm. heaven and I never it is and that's the beauty about technology I know there's good and bad sides but it's got music lovers which we are and our audience out there we should never take that for granted That's why we're always telling all you folks to put on your music, enjoy it. It It's the most wonderful, magnificent gift, I think, in this world.
1: And we've got other, you know, we put together YouTube playlists and a YouTube channel for you because from a legal standpoint, it's kind of a gray area that we would put an entire song in our show. Even though everything in our show is in mono, we don't want to run the risk of the um, copyright fairy having a chat with us. But what we do want you to do is hear a little bit of that and go, you know, I'd like to go listen to that again. Or, oh, I don't know about them. Find out more. Hit our YouTube channel and go look that up. Stop by our website where we actually have links. If you want to add stuff to your playlist, just go to our website. And on the inspiration page, you can go buy the individual tracks if you wanted to right out of Amazon. I've just put an Amazon link there for you so you can pull down the MP3, put it on your phone, take it in the car.
0: And i agree with you and that's what we're here for to give you that inspiration to give you that because hopefully you can see it in us and we have to say once again you guys are absolutely incredible the following we've been
1: yeah we love our listeners around the world you wonderful. all are fantastic and,
0: and people are popping up from all of so hopefully we're doing a great job for you guys and making it a happier world more educated in the music and to enjoy it and to love it and to cherish it this is it baby (laughs) yes that's i'm bringing my musket and my red outfit and i don't know what davy crockett's gonna go here but i have got (laughs) a bunch of great british sounds to beat these guys what all right they beat do you own a red coat Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Yeah, I'm sure you've got a skunk for your head, too. I'm no minute man.
1: <laughs> but I am patriotic.
0: <laughs> yeah, now we're time band, traveling.
1: I was just going to mention
0: the front band. I love it. That that, that was an interesting episode. When the I front think.
1: man leaves the band.
0: Yeah, I think you'll find it interesting and fun. Yep. And it's only interesting and fun when you're listening and you're watching us. So we appreciate you doing that. And on a wonderful note thanks again for listening folks we've had a tremendous time don't forget guys keep your keep your tight pants on
2: keep your pants tight when you're going for the high notes
0: yeah and reach those high notes and this is all dedicated as you know to the falsettos and i think to finish off we were talking about good vibrations and you are good vibrations to us Yep. And we're sending the good vibrations to you, hopefully, with all our hearts. Let's so God bless that. everybody. And we look forward to you on the next exciting and hopefully astonishing The Limey and the Yank Show. That's right. So Thanks rolling for-
1: out, here's Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys.
2: Vibrations are happening with her. Gotta keep those love good. Vibrations are happening with her. Gotta keep those love good. Vibrations with
0: her. Cheerio, old chap. Cheerio. Hot for now. Thanks, folks. Hey, kids, time to go for now. You crazy Kentuckian. The only good thing that come out of Kentucky was KFC. And bourbon. And thoroughbreds. And corvettes. Bluegrass music. Don't listen to that mad mank. We invented rock. We make it all better. Please join us next time on... The The Limey and and the Yank. Yank.